The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered around him, and he was by the sea. Then one of the leaders of the synagogue, named Jairus, came, and when he saw him, fell at his feet and begged him repeatedly, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and live. So he went with him. And a large crowd followed him and pressed in on him. Now there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhage for 12 years. She had endured much under many physicians and had spent all that she had, and she was no better but rather grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. For she said, if I but touch his clothes, I will be made well. Immediately her hemorrhage stopped and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. Immediately aware that power had gone forth from him, Jesus turned about in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing in on you? How can you say who touched me? He looked all around to see who had done it, but the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling, fell down before him and told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. While he was still speaking, some people came from the leader's house to say, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the leader of the synagogue, do not fear, only believe. He allowed no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the house of the leader of the synagogue, he saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. When he had entered, he said to them, why do you make a commotion and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. Then he put them all outside and took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means, little girl, get up. And immediately the girl got up and began to walk about. She was 12 years of age. And this they were overcome with amazement. He strictly ordered them, not them, that no one should know this and told them to give her something to eat. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, o Christ. Be seated. While he was still speaking, some people came from the leader's house to say, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the leader of the synagogue, do not fear, only believe. Grace, peace, and love from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Brothers and sisters, Typically, a pastor tries to find the one lesson that he can preach on in the gospel reading. However, this gospel has many ways to approach it. 
There are two stories that must be told together. We can say that it is about an old woman getting cured by faith or a young girl that is sick and dying. Or we can talk of miracles of faith and wonder. Or we could talk about access. It is about the law, possibly. So I'm going to lay it on you as much as I can in the two hours that I will take to preach this sermon. Jairus has a daughter who is on the verge of death. Jairus is rich. He's a young leader of the synagogue, and his daughter has fallen sick. And he does the thing that only rich people really understand. He uses his strength against his weakness. If he could give a command, he would have commanded her to be healed. But he could not. Life seems to always present something before you that leaves you vulnerable, that throws you off. No matter what your advantages are, you will always be tested in an area that you cannot fix by yourself. So Jairus will use whatever he can to get to Jesus. You know, if he were poor, he might not have been able to immediately get access or be able to travel to Jesus. But you know, when you have money, you can get to folks that poor folks can't get to. You can get people on your phone that other people couldn't get an appointment with in 10 years. You could text them right now and you'd have access. Jairus had access to Jesus. He could get to Jesus. And he went to Jesus and says, my daughter is at the point of death and I need you to go and fix it. Brothers and sisters, nothing makes you feel weak like when your kids are hurting. Nothing. It's like kryptonite. And weakness. You feel helpless. You feel worried. He had enough money to get to Jesus, but his money would not heal. She was at the point of death, and he went for Jesus. And he gets Jesus, and Jesus immediately drops everything and is going to Jairus' house. A house call from Jesus is a pretty big deal. I don't know what kind of house cleaning you do when Jesus is coming over. And then maybe we should if he lives in us, but anyway, Jesus is coming over. And while he's coming over, there is this woman. And this woman in this situation where she has run out of options. She's out of options, and in a desperate last attempt, she goes after Jesus, but knows that she might not have access to him. Now, I thought of some things that were common between the woman and the girl, because on one hand, you got this girl who's sick and dies probably around the age of 12. That's one little girl, one generation, one reality. On the other hand, we have a woman who has been sick 12 long years. And the girl has an appointment, and the woman does not. So both cases were terminally ill. Both were in crisis mode, 
Both of them had no cure for what was wrong with them. Both of them were locked away from normalcy. You know, there's something that happens to us when we are chronically sick. Whenever you are sick, you will tend to isolate yourself from other people because of your sickness and only feel comfortable around people who have the same problem. What we want if we can't get better... I didn't get that. Could you try again? I'll hold on. What we want if we can't get better, we want to feel comfortable. And any time we don't feel comfortable, we are alienated. Sickness disconnects us from society. If you don't believe what I am saying, go to the hospital. The people in the hospital are having a whole different reality because they are separated from normalcy. Both of them, the woman and the young girl, were untouchable. That was the norm. The Lord said that a Jew, Jesus, couldn't touch a bleeding woman. It would make him unclean. The woman herself was declared unclean. She was untouchable. Nobody touched her. He couldn't touch the dead girl either. Nobody touched this woman. This woman decided, whatever I have to do, whatever it takes, I'm all in. If I've got to crawl on my belly, if I have to walk up behind him, if I have to catch him while he's not looking, all I want, all I need, I don't want to shake his hand, I just need to touch his clothes. And then Jesus asked this amazing question, who touched me? Who? If you're going to get this healing, you're going to have to come out. And she confesses it was her. Go your way, daughter. Your faith has made you well. It wasn't what I did that made you whole. It was what you did. You know, sometimes we wait on God to do something, but God is waiting on you to do something. It's a valuable lesson. We wait on God to do something, but God is waiting on you to do something. You have to reach out. You have to reach out unless you're dead. Thank you, lady. Now to this girl who is now dead. Whatever is wrong with her, she has stopped reaching out. There comes a time and a place in your life when things get so bad that you stop reaching out. Being dead inhibits us from reaching out. Jesus realizes this and he is coming to the house. He is coming to reach out. It is a personal touch. If it was done in a church, it wouldn't be that personal. If the only experience you have with God is here in church, it's acceptable. But you have to also have a personal relationship with Jesus. What is illuminating, again, another lesson here, is this gospel is the prohibitions of the law. Provisions that Jesus is about to break and had already become unclean because of the woman with the hemorrhage. 
Now Jesus will reach out and touch a dead girl, also an occasion of being unclean. Jesus now has a decision. Do I keep the law and lose the child? Or do I keep the child and break the law? The law said, don't touch her. And through no goodness of her own, no effort of her own, no movement of her own, she is totally lifeless, listless, and helpless. She can't reach out. So you see in this gospel we have a woman who touched Jesus, and now we have the girl that Jesus touched. And the one that everyone thought was dead, the one that everyone lost hope for, the one that everybody thought would never get up again, the one that everyone thought her future was over, never to be seen again, Jesus takes her by the hand and raises her up, Talitha kum. Girl, get up. There is a great lesson to be learned from this gospel. We can take the lesson from the woman and reach out for a cure or let Jesus loose and he will come to us and he will reach out. Either way, either way we can't lose because God loves you and so do I. Amen.